Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Wash and Daniel. It's a beautiful... Man, spring is here. Spring is here and allergies are crushing me. Force. You want to know something funny? Not funny. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe quite sad. I am a self-injecting allergy patient. Mr. Tough Guy. About five years ago, I convinced my allergist to allow me to give myself my own allergy injections. And so I do that, and uh, then I, you know, my vials are sent to my home, and uh, I use them, and then I send them back, or I send the form back. You and do it in your vial. arm? Yeah. Same place each they do arm. it to me. Yeah, nice. each arm. Uh, but here's the dilemma. Do you know we have, like, a global shortage? Now, this makes perfect sense. In syringes right now? I mean, it makes sense because they're all at the football field. Yeah. They're all, you know, given the vaccine. Which so, is good. So I went through, you know, I usually, you get a prescription for syringes, which Makes is fascinating. Sense. And I think I had a hundred or something and I was near the end. And so I said to the allergist, would you call in a prescription? So I called in a prescription, yada, yada. I call up the Kroger across the street where I've got my prescription, where I visit, you know, I talk about five times a day, actually about twice. But anyways, they are like eight months back, you know, whatever. So the irony is I had to go onto the, like the dark web, the black market, not really, but friend of a friend of a friend had like extra from insulin injections and I've got I've got my stock now. So, you got any money? You got any stuff? But the allergies are crushing me and I really? and I was like a week, like I I missed my shot for a week and man I'm paying the price. You can hear it nasally. Do you hear my nasal? And then, you know, back. it's still COVID, so, like, I sneeze in public, and, like, 18 people look at me like I've got three eyeballs. And I'm like, it's allergies. Just allergies. And they're like, mm-hmm, It is Kentucky sure. in the spring. They're like, whatever. All right, we've got some great questions today. So, side note. We have one question today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> we cut a few in one day, though. Yeah, yeah, we do cut a few in one day. Uh, a couple of things. Housekeeping odds and ends, if you will. We are very appreciative of all the questions we're getting. If you are wondering, man, I wrote in a question about three months ago. They haven't even mentioned it. We do audio questions on this podcast. Those are not people that we are paying to read. Well, I guess we are paying to read them, but they're not like uh, voiceovers. These are people that are sending us a voice memo. So if you have been binging the shows and missed sort of the process, if you want your question answered... You can send us a voice memo. Just get on your iPhone, hit the voice memo record button, and then email that voice memo to podcast at DIYmoney.org. Podcast at DIYmoney.org. It goes in the queue. We review those. We're giving a little preferential treatment to the ladies right now. Ladies! Because we're a little bit overweight in the guy section. So if you are a female with a question, and many of you wrote in doozies, uh, but again, I'm not going to read them. So I don't have a sultry voice to read that kind no, of stuff. No, you don't. So send us those audio questions. Uh, and then we'll read that on, or we'll use that on the show. We'll insert that into the podcast. And if we do use that question, 
we will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Now, every once in a while, every once in a while, the mailbag, we get we get an email or we get a voice memo, and it's just so, like, near and dear that I just bring it right to the top. And that's what we got today. It's Mike, right? Yeah. From Mike. Because Mike asks a very interesting question that I think is going to allow us to have a, uh, I think, a, a healthy discussion, uh, which a lot of times you can't have today at all, which why I have no idea. It's so... You know, everything is so extreme one way or the other, and you offend people, this, that, and the other. So The good part is this is our show. Yeah, it's our show. And uh, if we offend you, you know what? I'm I'm sorry that we've offended you, and you don't have to listen. That's fine. But nonetheless, let's get to the question from Mike. Mike, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, Quentin Daniel. This is Mike from South Dakota. I'm curious about your guys' thoughts on the psychology of giving. I recently graduated from veterinary school, so I have quite a bit of student loan debt that I'm working on. And since no retirement benefits are offered through my employer, my only investing right now is maxing out my health savings account contributions and a Roth IRA. Anyway, I would like to start giving in the future, but I feel like outside of relatively minimal retirement plans, every spare penny needs to go towards my student loan debt right now. When do I start implementing giving habits or what are possible ways that I could start developing those habits right now? Uh, It would be great to hear more on your thoughts on giving in general. Um, I appreciate everything you guys do. Keep up the great work. I love your show. Thanks. All the platitudes at the end do not hurt. Thank you, Mike. Have you ever been to South Dakota? No, but I was thinking the same thing. I don't remember getting a a a voice memo or or a question from South Dakota ever. Have we ever? I don't know. You wouldn't know, but I'm sure we could figure that out through our Amazon. Some of the other, yeah, some of the other areas. Dakota, hail South Dakota, a great state of the land. I want to go to the Dakotas. You've gotten somebody from Montana, haven't you? I'm sure. Yeah, Montana. Beautiful area. We need to do a meetup up in the mountains of... There'd be like four of us. Are the mountains in South? Yes, there's There's a lot of mountains out there, for sure. All right, can we get to the question, please? (laughs) Just thinking I want to go travel to South Dakota. All right, I'm starting. I'm going first. First of all, because I pulled this out, because it's near and dear to me, uh, a variety of things. So let me preface a couple things. First and foremost, I think, and you didn't tell us your motivation, I think you need to... Uh, be very clear on what your motivation is for giving. So there could be, in my opinion, three basic motivations for giving. One, you are just wanting to maybe pay it forward. You want to be sort of good-natured, and you feel like it might be the right thing to do. This sort of, you know, conscience, maybe just good karma, variety of whatever. Altruistic. Oh, good. I like that word. Altruistic motives or altruistic motive, altruistic view on life, desire. Okay. Sure. There you go. So that's number one. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and let me answer your question from that standpoint, Mike. I don't think taking uh, debt or having debt uh, and and not paying down your debt to fulfill these motives is prudent. I think you owe and you need to pay the, the lender, you need to be paying that down. And I think there might be other methodologies by which you could, quote, give. 
uh, of your resources. And probably one of the most valuable would be time. You can donate your time. You can volunteer. You can do a variety of things that that helps you to fulfill that desire. Okay, so that's my two cents on that. Um, I think that's great, etc. Number two, uh, people give for tax purposes. So they give to try and alleviate maybe a tax burden. Maybe they are itemizing their taxes and they make charitable donations to get a further reduction in taxable income. They might be using, let's say, a donor-advised fund to move over a significantly increased capital gains tax, let's say, investments. And so instead of paying the tax, they move over those investments. They sell those investments. Those investments go on. Again, they get a deduction for that, and they don't pay the capital gains tax. So there could be some tax incentives for that. I'm not putting you in that camp because you gave us a little bit of your background with your debt, your income, etc. You don't have a tax burden such that you're giving to alleviate the taxes. But ultimately, someone could be doing that manner. Uh, or looking to give for, for, again, the tax incentive. The third, I'm going to say, would be religious views. Would be a view of saying, I should be tithing. Uh, that is a biblical term, meaning 10 or 10%. Um, or, you know, some sort of um, uh, religious affiliation that says, I should be giving of the money. I'm kind of this, I'm kind of this vessel um, again, I don't get it, get all spiritual here, but I'm a vessel that you know manages m- money for sort of a higher higher power, and it's my job. Whether it's scriptural, whether it's just doctrine uh, in doctrine of whatever it is you believe to give. So um, the I've addressed the first one, I've addressed the second one, and let me give you the third one, and I'll give you some historical context. I am in the third camp, and as I have grown in profession and income level, I have incorporated the second camp as well. It's beneficial for me to give, and we give a lot. But I've always been in the third camp. Since I was a child, uh, my mother became a Christian, and she always sort of instilled it into me to give 10% off the top of whatever I made. Now, that was, you know, allowance, that was lawn mowing money, et cetera, et cetera. And her comment to me, and this is, you can look this up, but ultimately I think it's, we were talking about this before the show in the book of what, Malachi? I think mm-hmm. Daniel dropped his, his previous uh, uh, pastoral knowledge on us. Uh, but nonetheless, it is the only place in the Bible that the uh, Bible says you could actually test God and he will uh, provide. So I always took that to heart. Now, this is just my opinion. Again, uh, one one person's individual opinion. And so I always gave 10%, whether I was staring at a mountain of debt, whether I was wondering how I'm going to pay rent or the mortgage, etc. And I can tell you, without a shadow of a doubt, it always worked out. And it always had a way of reaping a tremendous amount of rewards, which is also talked about in the Bible. Now, that wasn't always, oh, I gave 10% and then, you know, I got a check in the mail the next the next day. Uh, that's not the case, but it could have been through, again, just a beneficial, uh, you know, business meeting or a contact or whatever. It, it, I never got to the point where I looked back and said, darn it, if I wouldn't have given that, I could pay this bill. And, and the, the, the long-term impact of that 
was so beneficial to me and my family. I can recall sponsoring when my wife and I started doing some mission work in Haiti. One of the very first trips we were on, we made a decision to sponsor a young man. We didn't have money to do it. We didn't know how we were going to do it. But we just did it in faith, came back to the States, and kept up that sponsorship. A lot of folks don't do that. They, they make commitments in emotion, and then they get back, and they don't keep that up. We proceeded to keep that up four years like there was a lot of times i was like oh gosh i you know i write this check i don't really have the money whatever well fast forward uh you know this young man is now a successful uh businessman here in the states wonderful family just fantastic and it was by far one of the greatest investments we've ever made so mike and i will conclude here i'll kick it over to daniel if you're in that third camp where you are, uh, you know, for your religious affiliation, I don't think it's just a Christian. I think there's a lot of, of uh, you know, religions that subscribe to this. And you are, are feeling led or, or directed, and, and again, not because you just want something, right? But, but you feel led in your sort of spiritual journey or your affiliation, your religious affiliation to give, but you're staring at these other obligations. I'm going to tell you, you give. You just do it. And I think that ultimately it will work out. And I know that's not financial planning 101, and that's certainly not math. But my personal belief is there's something much greater out there uh, that will that will take care of take care of the situation. And you will not be looking back thinking that was a challenge. Uh, it was a bad decision. Caveat being, people who are still living month to month, and I write about this, and you can't give like there is like if you don't if you if you're barely paying rent that sort of thing i think you look to give your time and and i think that if you are in that third camp and you are really struggling you know i don't have any money but i feel like i need to tithe you know i'm i'm uh, my religious affiliation yada 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 whatever it may be i think that if you are a believer in 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 god or or a higher power they're, they're gonna say you know what that's what you can give right now. And it's like the woman at the well, and it'll be just fine. My boy's wicked smart. That's my two cents on it, Daniel. What do you got? Yeah, that's pretty good. I think uh, being charitable, uh, whether that's dollars or time or uh, whatever that is, uh, you kind of have to explore what that means to you, what your particular situation will allow. It's not just about money. Uh, time can be a very, very valuable uh, asset that you can contribute as well. I think... Uh, I would second most of what you said. Uh, so what, I guess what I'll just say is when when you look at it from a planning perspective, for those maybe who uh, are walking through the planning journey with a planner or really getting serious about their financial plan, what I will say is planners tend to be sort of a, not sort of, actually, fiduciaries. And one of their jobs is to tell you what's in the best interest of you and your plan. And so this is actually sort of a difficult scenario that you can run into uh, as a planner and then as somebody who's going through a plan. Because as a planner, uh, while we take into consideration your values, your perspectives and everything, uh, there will come a time in some plans where we go, you know, it's great that you have a heart to give, but here is what would make sort of your comprehensive goals of success. And so we live in that tension with you, uh, but our job is, is to really put forward sort of the, the math, the facts, the figures. And uh, as a person who's going through the planning process, it's actually your job to bring in those values uh, and the things that are important to you and, and let the planner know uh, kind of what's 
you know, untouchable, if you will. Uh, these are important to me as a person. These are important to my values. These are important to my religion. And so uh, I'll just state that if if you're out there uh, working with an investment advisor or a financial planner, it's really important to communicate those things uh, so that the planner can actually plan or the investment advisor can advise you in the right direction for who you are and what's really important to you. So That's excellent. Um, Mike, great question. I think if you can subscribe early to living a 10-10-80 life, uh, that's tithe 10, save 10, live on 80, you will be just fine over time. My two cents. In conclusion. In conclusion. All right, Mike, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card, and uh, we appreciate that audio question. All he did was send us an audio file to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Oh, you know what? No, I don't. Two seconds. When you are giving, let's throw this interjection in. When mm. you are giving, it's important to know the organization you're giving to. And many people don't know that a registered 501c3, that's the IRS uh, code for a charitable organization to get a tax, uh, tax favor uh, and you to get a deduction, they're supposed to, not all, publicly post their tax return in two places. And most do not do that. Most, they all should. Um, but there's a couple of websites. One is called GuideStar. I look at that often. Mm -hmm. You can get a free account. And anytime an organization that we're interested in adding to our sort of list of organizations that we support, uh, and we're very narrow. We don't just scattershot. We really specifically uh, work sure. with a few organizations only. But I do due diligence um, on their on their return. Uh, what's it called? Nine ninety? Is that right? Or fifty five hundred? No, nine ninety. <laughs> I think it's a nine ninety. So I pull their nine ninety, mm -hmm. um, and I ask questions, and that usually throws you know that shocks people. Um, sometimes I find a nonprofit. You know, a lot of athletic organizations. Oh yeah, we're five hundred one c three, and I pull their. They don't even have a nine ninety, and I'm like, you're not a five hundred one c three, and then they kind of go into a tizzy and freak out a little bit but you know what you'd be as diligent with your giving as you are with your investments in my my opinion that's it i'll leave it there you've been, you've been listening to diy money remember friends the secret to wealth is very simple live on less than you make invest the rest and do so for a very long time make it a great one Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.